You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey folks, I'm Nick Fairbaugh, I write for Pittsburgh Sports Now, work at WPTS Radio Station, and I'm a production assistant at ACC Network, and folks, Pitt has done it, they won the ACC Championship, they'll go to the Peach Bowl to face Michigan State, I just got back from Charlotte, I'm going to talk about the whole thing, the game, the takeaways, the atmosphere, the unbelievable nature of it all, Pitt is ACC Champions, we'll talk about it here today. Unlocked on Pit coming up next. Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. As always, thank you for making the Locked On Pit Podcast your first listen every day this episode of the locked on pit podcast is brought to you by sonos sonos is the official sponsor of espn college football go to sonos.com to learn more folks uh it's crazy to me it is crazy to me but pit has done it they are acc champions they are 11 and 2 they are peach bull bound they will go to mercedes-benz stadium on december 30th they will face michigan state unbelievable right everything about it everything about it i went down there i called the game an unbelievable atmosphere unbelievable fan fest was packed with pit fans old pit players were there all the festivities were great it was supposed to be for both teams but it really turned into a pit rendezvous pits fans were loud chanting Kenny Heisman, chanting Let's Go Pitt. It was an unbelievable experience in Charlotte. And Pitt fans came out to support their team. I was able to be on the field there. The team was so excited. You could feel the energy. You could feel, especially I think with Kenny Pickett, just the sense of accomplishment and and the sense of he actually did it. He wanted to get there. He's been wanting to do that. You can see it in Pittsburgh, too, in Oakland. Group, folks, there were students that literally walked after the game. So think about this. After the game. So from sometime around 1 a.m. to around 2, they walked all the way from Oakland to Heinz Field. And that is no exaggeration. They literally walked all the way to Heinz Field. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oakland was going crazy. Charlotte was going crazy. Everyone was bumping. The atmosphere is unbelievable. Everyone's excited. After years, it's just after years of pit suffering and and heartbreak and, you know, games that they have come so close and yet they have gone so far. It feels like now is the time. Pitt finally has stepped up. It feels like it's all here. And really... There's no way that this this season isn't a success. At this point, at this point, what is not a success? You're eleven and two. Eleven and two. Even if you're eleven and three at the end of the year and you don't win the Peach Bowl, it's okay. It's okay. 
everything has gone well for Pitt this year, and the ACC championship was no different, and it really was. And, you know, there's no reason to dwell on the past. I'm not going to talk to you guys about losing to Western Michigan and losing to Miami and, oh, boy, if they had won one of those games, oh, they could have been in the playoff or they could have been here or they could have been there. I'm not going to talk to you guys about that. You don't deserve to to get your ear chewed off about what could have been. Let's talk about what has been, and and that is Pitt won the ACC championship, and that in itself it's huge. Pitt has not won an ACC championship in their history. The last time Pitt won 12 games was 1976. They have an opportunity to do that. Pitt is ranked this deep into the season. Pitt has a Heisman candidate quarterback. Pitt has a Bolitnikoff Award finalist. You don't see this often. This is a special season. And, you know, before I get into the game and everything... I just really want to drive home that point of what a special season this is for Pitt. It really is. You know, to have that quarterback, to have Kenny Pickett here, to have a Jordan Addison, to have a team like this where there are just NFL players littered around it, to have an environment like this, to win an ACC championship, to bring that back to Pittsburgh. This year, to do all of that, folks, it is a special season. I hope Pitt fans never forget this season. This was one that has been a long time coming. 40 years in the making. It's been forever. Pitt needed something. It felt like they were never going to get there. It really did. It felt like it was something like cursed on this program. It felt like this program was cursed, but they did it. They they are ACC champions and, and just take that into account. Everything is good here. Everything is good. It doesn't matter what could have been. Pitt is ACC champs. They won the Coastal Division. Now they have an opportunity to win a New Year's Six Bowl. And that is all you can ask for. 11-2 is a success. A Peach Bowl period is a success. 12-2 is amazing. If they can get there, amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. You can build a footprint. You can build a bigger program by that. It, it is big. I'm not going to lie. And we'll talk about it later in the week as we get deeper into this. That Peach Bowl is going to be big for Pitt. It's not just like they're playing with, you know, no stakes in that game. Absolutely they are. There's legitimate stakes for Pitt in that game. But the bigger thing for Pitt is they're going into that game already feeling like they had a successful season. Because this is the season they've been wanting under Pat Narduzzi. That's why they gave him the extension. That's why they let him be a program stabilizer. Year 7 of Pat Narduzzi's tenure here at Pitt. And finally ends in what they brought him on to do. And that's to raise the bar of this program. They brought him here to make this program at least resemble of what it could be. Resemble of what it could have been. And they've done it. And, and they've done it. And, and yes, it has taken an NFL quarterback. Yes, it has taken all that. That's Narduzzi, though. He identified the talent. He developed Kenny Pickett. He identified Jordan Addison. He hired the coaches that identified those guys. They've taken swings on guys like Servasier Dennis. They've taken swings on guys like Habakkuk Baldonado. They've developed low three stars like Kalijah Kansi into studs. They've developed these guys that weren't as highly rated, and they've turned them into quality football players. And that's the difference in this all. That's the difference in this all. Pitt has done it. 
Pat Narduzzi has done it. And trust me, this isn't the end for Pat Narduzzi. I'm ta- I'm, we're going to talk about him here in the next segment. Big, big things coming here. But overall, just want to say electric atmosphere down there in Charlotte. You could tell walking around in, in FanFest before the game. It was pit fans, pit fans, pit fans. Unbelievable experience it was for me down there um, in pit. And just Pitt overall felt like they had taken over Charlotte. The game was electric. The Pitt fans were very loud and vocal. They made it known that they were there. It was amazing. And and Charlotte's also a great city. They were a great host. Everything about it was so great. And it felt electric. It felt like a big game. It was so big. It was so huge. And now Pitt has a potential program-changing win one that can maybe open the floodgates and get pits somewhere bigger than where they are. All right, folks, we'll talk about the game here coming up next a little bit. However, folks, first I want to let you know about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy, and they offer more college football props than anyone in the world. And they offer all those star players at the Power Five, as well as the mid-major players you may have never even heard of. Trust me, they will offer any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. Folks, all you have to do is deposit money. You can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. If you just use our promo code locked on, you can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with our promo code locked on. All you have to do is pick two to five players and over under in their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus those numbers, and you are free to do mixed sport entries as you see fit. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use our promo code locked on, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. folks welcome back to the locked on pit podcast let's get into it i mean let's talk about the the wake pit game and pit really just pouring it on them 45 to 21 i mean i did not expect this i did not expect this i called the shootout and it looked like in the first quarter boy were we well on our way to that and then it just came screaming to a halt on both sides for a little bit you know, it wasn't just Wake getting stalled. Pitt's offense didn't really get going. Obviously, they tied the game up, spurned by a turnover. But how about it? That's the story of this game. It's, you know, Kenny Pickett with a great fake slide, and you love that and all that. Addison goes over 100 yards. Jared Wing with a touchdown. Israel Ben Kanda with a few very gritty plays. There's so much stuff, right? There's so many big things. But the more important stuff is the defense. That's the story. We'll talk about the offense tomorrow. Trust me, we will talk about the offense. I'll give you my thoughts on that. And there's plenty to go on about the offense of side of the football. But this is unbelievable. This defense showcasing what they did on that game coming up against a offense that is putting up over 42 points per game nearly 43 and you come out you give up 21 in the first quarter like it's nothing they drive up and down the field on you and then you come back 
and you don't let them score ever again. Their final 13 drives were all punts or turnovers. That's what Pitt's defense did to this Wake Forest offense. It's wildly impressive. They started out 4 of 4 on third downs. They ended up 3 of 15 the rest of the way. 3 of 15. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wake could not get anything going. Pitt with 21 points off the four turnovers they got. Pitt did a great job of getting to the quarterback. Sam Hartman was absolutely running for his life. He didn't get comfortable at all. In the first quarter, it was as smooth as butter. He was feeling it. He had a great rhythm. A.T. Perry was going off. Jaquari Roberson was going off. Tyler Moran had a few big catches. Everyone was feeling good. Sam Hartman was feeling great. He was torching this defense. Like it was nothing. It was like a hot knife going through that butter. And he was just skiing on it. That's what he was doing. And the difference was a big, big thing that I never expected to say. But can you believe it? Pat Narduzzi can adjust. He can adjust. This entire game plan was Narduzzi adjusting his butt off. All you need to do, watch the Western Michigan tape. Watch this tape. Wow. Wow. I mean, really, that is the only reaction you can have when you watch this tape compared to the tape you got against Western Michigan. This was an absolute great game plan. The first quarter, yeah, I understand it. I get it. It's okay. Your deep line was starting to figure things out still. They had to settle in. I get it. Your corners had to get a little bit comfortable with your game plan because the game plan was impeccable, but the corners couldn't completely execute it, so those quick, you know, now routes, those quick little hitch routes were killing Pitt. And I mean killing Pitt. Pitt had no answer for it. It seemed like the same route to A.T. Perry at least four or five times on third down worked. It got nerve-wracking, and it got nerve-wracking very fast. And that was something that I think Pitt started to really kind of click in on a little bit. They started to feel, and they're like, oh boy, uh, this is not good. But you could see the, the makings of their game plan. It was to be physical, because they were playing up, up on them. And this wasn't just, you know, oh boy, we are playing physical, and we are lining up closer to them. No, they were getting their hands on them. They were playing press quarters. And match there, there's different variations of quarters coverage. Narduzzi can play it, and, and they don't play it enough. But this was one where they came out and they played press quarters like it was nothing. After the first quarter, everyone settled in. I mean everyone. Damari Mathis had a really rough first quarter. So did Marquez Williams. Both of those guys were shut down the rest of the game. Both of them. A.J. Wood shut down. M.J. Devonshire shut down. Those four guys, and I hope tomorrow, Matt, this is okay. The My initial reaction is not good to it. I, I saw it. It was a double move. He stopped, and it didn't look good. Um, it was non-contact. 
You hope DeMar Mathis is okay, and hopefully he can join the Panthers in Atlanta and be out there and play with them. But all I'll say this, all I'll say is this, I wouldn't put your hopes up for that. It did not look good for him, but an unbelievable game plan. And, and the DBs played their butts off. I mean, those guys, the four outside corners, played really well. MJ Devonshire had his best game in a pit uniform. AJ Woods had an ink, a pick, a big time pick at that, 73 yard return, big time play by AJ Woods, and Marquez Williams, five foot nine Marquez Williams, got matched up against AT Perry a few times, and I saw him batting it out, you know, playing physical, getting his hands on him, the fight Marquez Williams. I, I love that guy. I, I love the way he plays football. He's such a technically sound guy, especially on those screen plays. He comes down and he screams on him. Looks can be deceiving. So can size because the guy plays absolutely incredible with his hair on fire. And it was an unbelievable game. And Marquez Williams deserves the praise. He's an unsung hero, in my opinion, of this game. Other heroes, of course, I can't forget Eric Callett. I've ripped Eric Hallett a lot on this show. I really have. He's had an up-and-down season. He plays a very tough spot in this pit defense. I've been open about that, how hard Eric Hallett's role is. Pitt did such a good job of getting him in comfortable situations, but he he did a lot different. And, and in this the, the last segment of the show, I, I do want to talk about schematic things other than just the, oh, boy, they're up here playing physical. They asked Hal to do a lot last night, a lot. He rose to the occasion. The first pick, great. The second pick, phenomenal job. Eric Hallett had a great game. I think this was his best game in a pit uniform. They were playing at such a high level, and Eric Hallett was a baller, an absolute baller on Saturday night in front of everybody. The pick six was the nail in the coffin, but he played so well. He was a great tackler. He made a few really key sticks, a few key pass breakups. He did a lot more than just the two picks. He did a lot of great things all in the day. Eric Hallett really deserves my Mia culpa here because he's a guy that you could tell the high football IQ is just all there. And he's such a technically solid guy. He wants to play at a high level. And he is so, so technically polished right now. All right, folks. Before we come back and finish off the the kind of the sides of it, if you will, and we talk about the scheme, I want to let you guys know about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered with all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Folks, head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. If you just use our promo code Locked On, you will receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, where the game starts. Folks, have you ever wanted a protein bar that doesn't just have the health benefits, but it's also tasty? I got you, and I can put you in the holiday spirit real quick with Built Bar. I'm telling you, you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. You have those high in protein, but the low in carbs, the low in fat, low in calories, low in sugar, and you have all these different great flavors, raspberry. Mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, coosing cream, peanut butter brownie. It's tough. It gets tough. I'm telling you, it gives you fuel. 
it gives you the health benefits. But if you want to get them for gifts, it's going to get tough because all of these flavors are so good. And you're going to find a favorite flavor and you're going to be passionate about that. And trust me, you're going to love it. And it's going to feel absolutely amazing every time you have it. Just, just remember, when you see Santa out, if you see Santa, if you go to the North Pole, tell him to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings and dip your Built Bar into a hop in a hot piping cup of cocoa this Christmas. Folks, go to Built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off on your order. Use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Alright folks, let's continue to talk about this game. The scheme was so sound by Pat Narduzzi. I saw Pitt do so many different things that I thought I would never see them do. And it was pretty cool actually, some of the stuff they did. So let me just kind of break it down for you. First of all, we talked about the secondary players and how they kicked butt. I also want to give a shout out to the D-line. The D-line kicked butt. Kalaja Kansi absolutely walloped Sam Hartman a few times. Habba Baldonado was everywhere. Keyshawn can't play a really good game. Dayon Hayes. They all played a really strong game. Deslin Alexander. Everyone was there. Everyone was playing at a high level. In the D-line, I thought, outside of the secondary, you know, the secondary kind of got jump-started. But Dayon Hayes got a sack. Keyshawn Kent got a sack. Kalaja Kansi laid an absolute boomstick on Hartman and it seemed like they got to his head. And I thought that was a big part of it as well because Sam Hartman does not deal with pressure well. And clearly Pitt got to his head and it made him feel something. And Pitt was really, 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 really rattling Sam Hartman after that. But schematics play a part into that as well. And the reason I want to talk about kind of the scheme and, and the stuff that occurred in, in within that microcosm is because it is so important and everything that you look at the cover two on third downs was very 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 nice to see Pitt wasn't just in man coverage you know they they weren't leaving their guys on island they had help to the inside so they could play with a little bit of cushion they could play with a little bit more aggressiveness they could play with the ability to know, oh my goodness, if I get beat to the inside, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna get crushed. Now, of course, they still played a little bit of, of, of you know, the island stuff. That's Narduzzi's defense, but they lived out of a lot more things in this game, and that was what really struck me as, as kind of wow, they're doing a lot of things. Cover two was that, and you know, switching that up on the back end, they were doing a lot of bait and switches, and and you know, reading ones to twos on on the outside as well where they were fighting through essentially match quarters where they were reading each other and, and following guys. So it was much, much different where, you know, quarterbacks would have to read read them as they passed off guys. It wasn't just one zone. They were following them and sometimes they're peeling off. And it was, it was really savvy from Pitt. The whole thing was just really, really good from Pitt. Up front, I mean, Baldonado was standing up at times, and they did that from the beginning of the game. They didn't know what to do in response to that. Baldonado standing up, they sent him on a lot of stunts. He began to create a lot of pressure, create havoc. Servassier Dennis got through on a few of those. Eventually, Baldonado got through. Eventually, they started going against Dennis and, and Baldonado, and then other guys would go through. 
I mean, his explosiveness as a stand-up rusher over the A gap, sometimes crashing into the B gap, was a huge factor in this game, freeing up things for guys like Kalaja Kansi and those. The other thing in the secondary that's just so evident, they played inside leverage the whole game. Inside leverage the whole game. So you saw a lot of those out routes get complete. It's okay because the pit was like, we're not going to give you the slant route. That We are not going to give you the slant route. We don't care. You are not beating us with the slant. And they saw what they saw against Western Michigan. And Pat Narduzzi said, it's not happening again. I, I don't care what happens. It's not happening again. And boy, boy, did he ever make sure that happened. They were shut down. Nothing, nothing was happening on those slants. They didn't have a slant I can remember that was completed. That inside leverage worked like a charm. Pitt's DBs played with extremely disciplined eyes and feet. I mean, extremely disciplined eyes and feet. They read every single double move straight to the book. That was what really, really impressed me. Pitt's ability to just read and react to those double moves was so impressive. And they did it at such a high level. This is a high proficient level that it was it was like it was easy for them. Nothing was an issue. Nothing was hard. Everything was seamless. It was the, it was just so simple for Pitt the whole day. It really did feel like they were just running different things. They ran a lot of their delta package. And in what they would do is they would bring in that fifth DB and they would essentially run it out of base because sometimes you don't have to bring the 50B. And essentially, what you can do is you can put Baldonado there as that spinner type, and you can drop your linebacker back, play the shallow area, and then let Hallett be the roamer. And that's what they did. And they played a lot of their coverages out of the delta package that they would in base. It was really interesting. And Hartman was just lost. He had no idea what to do on the RPOs. The linebackers were playing pass first, not run first. Just things you don't see Pitt's defense do. He can adjust. Pat Narduzzi and Randy Bates can adjust. And they did adjust. And I thought it was those adjustments. Wake just never seemed to figure it out. The pressure. It was a great combination of scheme Pitt doing really cool things schematically, and then also Wake just getting pounded by a personnel that was so motivated, that wanted to win, that was so hungry. It was a great game plan defensively. Narduzzi and Bates deserve so much praise for it. Those are just some of the things they did. And, and overall, the game plan was so sound. It was so good. You know, incorporating the Delta package in, in very, very different ways. The inside leverage, the stuff like that. Uh, Baldonado moving around as that spinner. Uh, that that stuff is huge. And then obviously mixing in the usual linebacker blitzes. Still playing your brand of football. Playing the physical identity uh, as, as that press team. Uh, forcing Wake to beat you off press and they couldn't do it the entire game. And then also forcing Wake Forest to really try and match your corners. And it seemed like in the first quarter they could, and then they couldn't do it afterwards. And then Pitt playing such disciplined eyes. Archie Collins and Corey Sanders deserve such great credit for that. The fact that they didn't hit one single double move 
Not a single one off Pitt is such a testament to what Pitt did overall. And, and they go home with the, an ACC championship as a result of that. A great coach team, a great schematic performance, and overall great personnel performance as well. And folks, tomorrow we'll continue talking about the ACC championship, of course. We'll talk about the offense. We will continue to dive into it because it's such an exciting event we have to dedicate more than one episode to it but folks while you make locked on pit your first listen every day i want to make sure you make locked on bets your second listen every day it's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs locked on bets hosted by your boy q with expert analysis and insight from lee sterling it's free and available on all platforms make sure to check it out and folks as always thanks for listening and hail top hit